one of my favorite days on the calendar is coming up this weekend, Bananarchy Day, of course. Welcome back to the Phoenix Magazine Beer Review Podcast. I'm Matthew Johnson, of course, a local beer snob and the digital guy for Phoenix Mag. And I don't know how you like to celebrate Bananarchy, but if you're like me, you'll be in line early outside the Oso Gilbert location uh, coming up this Saturday, November 19th. The annual Bananarchy release is happening that day. And this year, there are three styles. The original one that's uh, aged in Widow Jane bourbon barrels is the one they had this year, along with two variants. Last year, of course, there was just the one that was peanut butter. This year, they've introduced a cinnamon peanut butter variant, and they also have a fluffernutter, which uh, is going to introduce some marshmallow into it. Uh, I actually saw that fluffernutter poster in the bathroom at the Oso Arcadia location last weekend, so I knew that one was coming, but the uh, cinnamon peanut butter one was the one I wasn't sure of until Oso announced that earlier today on social media. Super excited for that. Um, they're obviously they're limited and uh, I'm just super hyped for it. I'm bringing buddies to stand in line with me so that they don't miss out because it's truly one of the more uh, unique barrel aged beers in Arizona, really anywhere. That, and it only comes around once a year. So what what is this the secret here to Oso's Ales from the Crypt Barrel-Aged Beers and, and what makes them so popular? We asked that question as we we dug up an old interview that my co-host Johan Warnholtz did earlier this year during Arizona Beer Week with uh, the man behind the barrel, Brody Hoffman. He's the barrel program manager there at Oso. So we recorded this at the Gilbert location way back in February. So we're uh, going, we're taking a little throwback here. So keep that in mind when listening. If you want, the video also lives on our YouTube channel, so you can check it out there. Johan is in the past, and I'm going to throw it to him. Take it away, Johan Past. All right, guys. It's Johan from Phoenix Magazine. I'm here at Oso in downtown Gilbert. We're here with Brody, who's the barrel program manager, right? Yes, that's true. We're going to talk about some beers. What I'm drinking right here, do you want to tell us about this beer? Yeah, that's the uh, Jellyfield Knights of Windsor. So it's our most recent uh, Ales from the Crypt variant release. Uh, just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's a variant of our Knights of Windsor, which is a maple syrup barrel-aged beer. It's French toast inspired, so we aged it on cinnamon sticks, vanilla beans. Um, and then it has that maple flavor from the maple syrup barrels that we get. Uh, this one, instead of cinnamon, we left that out. It still has the maple body from the barrel aging. And then we also use uh, raspberries from Michigan and hazelnuts and uh, vanilla beans as well. So it kind of takes the same uh, base flavor profile that we're used to with Knights of Windsor. We've been doing it for about four years and kind of just remixes it and kind of brings it to you in a different format. It's uh, a little more playful with the fruitiness and just kind of a different variation for for other people to try. So They brought you on to kind of pioneer the barrel-age program here, right? Yeah, uh, I had a lot of experience uh, prior to working with Oso with barrels. Um, I used to make wine and also beer for about eight years before starting here. So a lot of putting a lot of different liquids into barrels. I also had sour beer program, a, a domesticated beer program, or a non-infected contaminated uh, program. Uh, so a lot of different barrel aging aspects that I had done previously. Uh, and then also was looking to get into the barrel aging um, game a little bit stronger than they had been. So they uh, were kind of looking for someone. I happened to see the post while I was looking 
living in Iowa. Um, sent my application in. They got back to me really quickly. My qualifications lined up pretty well for what they were asking, and it all happened really quickly. And within, you know, like a month of my application, I was flying down here to meet the owner and, and get to know the guys. And then went back to Iowa, took a couple of weeks to pack up a U-Haul trailer full of all my gear, and drove down here and uh, didn't really know anyone. Just kind of showed up, and that was about four years ago. So that's awesome. Uh, obviously, we've done a lot of barrel aging since then, and yeah, we're just getting it going even stronger now. So. I would say that the barrel age program for Oso was kind of like a turning point. Like it really upped Oso's game uh, with yeah. the beer community. So like, what what was that process like? What have you seen change in terms of where you were four years ago and where you are now? Yeah, I mean, Oso has always been like a staple of the Phoenix beer community. I mean, they were established in 2011. So they've always been kind of the neighborhood spot starting from Arcadia where they, you know, their first location. Um, and, you know, the owners, they really had the vision to expand the offerings that they brought to the table. Um, and one of those ways to do that is through barrel aging. Uh, they were, you know, lucky enough to have the kind of foresight to, to see the, the potential in that in the future. And the fact that the Phoenix market was slightly underserved, I would say, in that area of, of beer. Um, there's, there's only a couple people doing barrel aged stuff. Um, there are some difficulties that come with doing it in the desert with humidity and other factors that play in there. Uh, there's a lot more evaporation and absorption that occurs down here. So there are some hurdles, but nothing that's too crazy to overcome. And so they kind of decided to, to look for someone that could help expand the program. And uh, I was lucky enough to be that person that, that they chose. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you've, you've done a terrific job. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff. I know a lot of people kind of see Oso as like the barrel aged yeah. beer place now. Because, I mean, Bananarchy, this. Like, right. You guys are doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely a team effort for us. Like, yeah. um, I kind of have the title of barrel program manager, but it's, it's definitely like, I think we have nine or 10 people in our production now between our three different uh, brewery locations and uh, everything that occurs within Oso is definitely a, a team effort that we all kind of allow each other to you know focus on certain things but uh, definitely take pride in as a whole uh, as well so that's awesome yeah that's awesome. so we have Arizona Strong Beer uh, Festival coming up soon yep you guys are always part of that tell us a little bit about what you're gonna have what you're gonna pour there give people a little yeah teaser. so the teaser is probably more of a hype builder we're gonna be pouring I can confirm two ales from the crypts uh, they'll be uh, cellar releases but we're not quite to the point of saying what they are yet sure um, and then we'll also have some of our higher alcohol uh, double IPAs and um, I think maybe another style from our Arcadia location so uh, definitely look for about five different offerings from Oso while you're out there at least two ales from the crypts uh, and then yeah just some higher uh, doubles imperial styles that you know you're more used to so that's awesome yeah that's awesome and then obviously that leads us right into Arizona Beer Week yep. so tell us a little bit about I mean obviously you have multiple locations yeah what's, what's going to be going on that week so we have a ton of stuff going on with Beer Week um, we're actually starting it out day one with our donut day which is one of our kind of annual celebrations that we've been doing for a long time uh, it's 13 donut inspired beers Baker's Dozen paired with 13 donuts from Bosa Donuts. They special make a lot of those just for the donut day. Um, so this year, 
that's going to happen on day one of Arizona Beer Week, February 17th, which is next Thursday. Um, that goes all day long from when we open at 11 a.m. So we close. All locations? All locations. Uh, if you show up, you can get a, a sample pour of any of the donut-inspired beers, and it's going to come with like a quarter donut that, that pairs with that specific beer. Um, so it's a lot of fun. People come out, they get, you know, five tasters of five different little donut samples, you know, sit down, enjoy, uh, bring your kids, dog, whatever. We have patios, family friendly, dog friendly, all that stuff. So it's just a good like community event, a great way to kick off the week. Um, and then going forward, we have, um, we're doing a, a pre-party for the Strong Beer Fest at King's in Central Phoenix, yeah. uh, one of our favorite beer bars, and they're going to do uh, kind of a pre-release. They moved the festival a little bit further east this year, so some of the guys that can't make it out there, uh, they're doing like a, a pre-event. They're having a bunch of local breweries, not just Oso, but uh, I think probably 10 or 12 different guys, kind nice. of a tap takeover. They have like 100 taps there, so it'll be a bunch of strong beers on on tap there so we'll be a part of that event um then obviously uh, the strong beer festival and then kind of our big marquee event for that is going to be this uh from the vault event that we're doing here at the gilbert location um we're tapping 13 ales from the crypts that came out of our our vault which is basically just our cellar where we store and age beers uh so we have a bananarchy vertical which will be all the vintages of bananarchy that we have in House. So we have three vintages of Bananarchy plus the 2021 variant, which is peanut butter Bananarchy on top. We're doing a vertical of our Hits from the Bung Barley Wine series. So three vintages of that. We have Moulin Bruges, which is one of the highest rated beers on Untapped that we've ever released. The Barrel Age Quad, 17.2%. Finished on coconut, pecans, all that fun stuff. Oh. Uh, there's one keg left in existence, so we're tapping that. Um, the first ever Ales from the Crypt to come out was a 2018 two pump chump uh so we have the last keg of that we're going to be tapping basically pulling out all the stops and just putting it all on tap uh so yeah like i said 13 barrel aged beers on tap at least and then we do have a collection of cellared cans including vintages of bananarchy moulin bruge hits from the bung among other things that we're just basically going to have for sale at the event as well for people and then We've also, uh, our newest Ales from the Crypt, it's a new one. This will be the first time we're releasing it. It's called Cryptnosis. It's a blended uh, barley wine, wheat wine, rye wine, 16.8%. It's a blend of five different barrel types of three different beers. Um, and we're going to be releasing it that day as well. So it's coming out with two variants. Uh, a date variant, so it's aged on Arizona dates that we got from Agritopia Farms here in Gilbert. Wow. And then also a waffle variant, which is a salted caramel and chocolate variant. So that's going to be, uh, those three cans will also be releasing at that event. So basically it's a mega event for us. We're just going to just let it, let it loose and, you know, that's kind of how... And that's here? That's here at Gilbert. The cans will go for sale at uh, Paradise Valley and Arcadia as well, um, but they won't be doing the tap takeover. So the the, the tap takeover in the entire event will be centered here in Gilbert. 
And then the cans will also release around the valley on the same day. And um, that's what day? That's February 24th. It's a and Thursday. From open to close, what time do yeah, you open? Yeah, so 4 p.m. is when the event starts. So okay. kind of a unique thing for this event, people can show up prior to the can release to try beers. Usually we do can releases as soon as we open our doors to the public. That's when the cans go on sale, whether it's 9 a.m. on a Saturday or 11 a.m. on a weekday. But this one, since it's we're doing an afternoon event, the can release will be at five. The event starts at four. So you can show up early. You can try Cryptnosis. You can try the variants. You can try the vintages of the cans we'll be releasing. So you can basically get a sneak preview before you buy it, which, you know, is kind of fun for people so they can kind of come ahead of time. And then we'll do a separate kind of line outside of our barrel room downstairs, which we always do for releases uh, to open up at five o'clock and let people in for the can release. So amazing yeah amazing you guys are pulling it all out for this yeah we're just you know we're just we were thinking about spreading those things out a little bit we're like no you know we're already getting everyone here on a thursday so let's just like you know let's do the, let's drop it we're yeah. gonna be canning that beer that day literally we have our canning company coming in so it'll be like straight off the line uh into the consumer's hands so that's fantastic um, yeah the beers have also been aging for over three years uh these are beers that we brewed back when i basically first started yeah um so it's a long time coming and, and we're excited to get it out that's amazing yeah it's amazing so out of everything you're going to be pouring on the 24th what are you the most excited about you personally oh man it's a toss-up i would have to say moulin bruges because it's Moulin Rouge in itself was a beer that we brewed. If you know anything about how breweries operate, a lot of times you have yeast strains that you can harvest and reuse for a few generations. And we brought a Belgian strain in to do a couple one-offs for an event or something that we had going. And we used it for a few different kind of other beers in the house. And then we're like, okay, you know, we have like one more generation to kind of kill this thing off, you know, really like, we don't care about the health after this. So we're just going to, so we build a, uh, brewed a Belgian quad, you know, a really high alcohol uh, Belgian quad, uh, and put it in bourbon barrels and basically kind of forgot about it for like two and a half years. And then finally, you know, we're just sitting there and like, Oh, we should probably get that thing out here, you know, soon. And so we kind of taste it and like, yeah, you know, it's Belgian quads, you know, it'd be fun to kind of do some secondary adjuncts to it to kind of give it some more uh, complexity. That's, we just off the cuff where, you know, we're like, you know, toasted coconut, they're really, really, really good with like the toasted profile of this beer. And then we uh, added some different nuts in there that we toast in house too. And it just kind of became this thing and we put it out, not really expecting a whole lot from it. And then just, it kind of just like had this like boom that everyone's like, holy crap, this is, this is incredible. And, you know, to us, the, the style of Belgian quad isn't very hyped up, you know, like totally. people love pastry stouts and they love those things, but qu Belgian quads don't really get the, the hype so often. So we were super surprised by it. It sold out super fast. We didn't even like think to save any because we didn't expect it to sell like it did. And so we basically have one keg of it left. Okay. It's the last keg in existence. The beer takes like that beer age for over two and a half years. So the likelihood of it coming back or it's far down the line if it does and it hasn't even started the process of happening yet. So it's a very, it's kind of a special treat for us. And we're uh, probably most excited to have that one on tap. That's awesome. um, I'll definitely be Ubering home from work that day. So, <laughs> Cheers uh, to that for sure. Yeah. Very cool. For sure. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. This is yeah. fantastic. Make sure you come out here 
obviously for all of their events, uh, from the donut day on the 17th to the, uh, what is it, from the vault on yep. the 24th. Uh, and then obviously go visit them at the Strong Beer Festival. You can't miss them. They got the big orange tents and, yep. and they're going to be pouring some amazing beers. So thank you again. Yeah, of course. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Cheers, guys.